Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today and tuning in for our second episode of A Certain Point of View Testimonial Podcast. My name is Nick and I'll be your host today. I'll be interviewing our main host, Alex, hearing a little bit about his story and his heart behind everything Star Wars. After that, we'll lead into some news um, about Clone Wars and The Mandalorian, so stick around. Hey everyone again, I'm Nick, and uh, today I'll be interviewing Alex. Hello everyone. Yeah, Alex, uh, where are you joining us from today? Um, cloudy Duluth, Minnesota. Getting some <laughs> rain today, getting rid of all that snow. Some lovely spring weather. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited to be interviewing Alex today. Uh, we're, as you know, he's the one who came up with the idea behind this podcast. So we'll get to hear a little bit about his story. Um, but Alex, just for, so our audience know, uh, how old are you again and where are you from? I am originally from Minocqua, Wisconsin, um, but I have been living in Duluth, Minnesota for over 10 years, uh, and I am the prime age of 31. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so we have a seasoned guest with us today. <laughs> the 31-year-old child. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thanks, Alex. So, like I said, this was your idea, and I remember when you approached me asking me if I wanted to do this, and you were super right. passionate about it, and I know that passion has only grown uh, as we head into our second episode. Yeah, but can you just share again for maybe people who missed out on our last episode? Uh, yeah, what's kind of your heart behind this? Why did you want to make um, a certain point of view podcast? For sure. So, yeah, if you haven't seen our first episode yet, I certainly uh, suggest that you check it out. We actually interviewed Nick last time. Um, and so it was a really good conversation, uh, and it's on uh, all platforms that you can get podcasts on, at least that I know of. So uh, check that out. came out last week. But uh, at any rate, I uh, have been listening to a lot of podcasts over the last year, and one podcast that, um, that I got turned on to was uh, this podcast called Rule the Galaxy, where uh, a father and son duo go over Star Wars news. And uh, in, that, in that podcast, in one of the episodes, uh, his, the son of the duo asked his dad, like, what was your first Star Wars experience and what do you first remember? Because he was, you know, of remembering age in the 70s when this first came out. And so they had a small conversation about it. Um, but Nick and I, I mean, Nick, you're, you're living in Berlin. You've lived there for about two years and we catch up about every, every week, maybe a couple times a week, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, do FaceTime and whatnot. And, um, you know, we, we always end up, even though we're catching up on our lives and we're talking about all these things, we always end up talking about Star Wars. Yeah, that's um, for sure. And so, um, so I got a little bit nostalgic uh, listening to, to that podcast and thinking back to my first Star Wars experience. And I thought, you know, Nick is in a different country right now. You know, I am um, starting the, the journey of fatherhood um, and, you know, it would just be really interesting to learn more about other people's stories about their first Star Wars experience, their first Star Wars memories and how it kind of shaped and, and molded their life moving forward. And so I approached Nick about this idea. I think Nick, it's safe to say you equally shared my enthusiasm uh, for the idea. And, you know, here we are on season one episode two of the star wars podcast yeah exactly yeah yeah i remember when you asked i thought wow like that's such a cool idea and it's really mm -hmm. cool to see that everything came together and now we're starting to actually do this and hear some stories and that's starting with our own stories too which i think we shared in the last episode we actually haven't pre-discussed we actually don't really know um, thinking about these questions I'm about to ask you, I don't, I don't even know the answers. So I'm very genuinely excited um, to see not only where this episode goes, but our future episodes as well. And yeah, I'm excited to share this all with you, these um, different testimonials and just hearing people's stories of Star Wars and the impact it's had on their lives. Right. So yeah, yeah that's great. Um, so to start off, these, if you listen to our last podcast, these questions are going to sound kind of familiar. Uh, how would you rate yourself as a Star Wars fan? 
One being I have only heard of Star Wars or know nearly nothing. Ten being I do I'm a freak, a Star Wars freak. <laughs> well, you know, I think my my answer kind of changed after hearing your answer. Um, <laughs> Interesting, but only slightly, um, because I would have rated myself a ten out of ten previously. Um, but then, you know, you kind of brought up a good point about those who go to celebration and, and, you know, uh, put a lot of their personal finances and budget and collectibles and those kind of things. And I, you know, I agree. I'm not, I'm not quite there. Um, and I call myself an eight just okay. like you. However, yeah. editing our last podcast and listening to our conversation, uh, in more depth and detail, we're, we're pretty deep into this Star Wars stuff. We're pretty, <laughs> we're pretty nerdy. So I yeah. think it's a solid, solid 8.5, 8. Yeah. 8. I think, you know, as far as the, the Star Wars nerdery, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of a credential to make a Star Wars podcast. I would think so. You need to be a little bit high up there on the scale. <laughs> that's fair. That's very, very true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah great. And now I'm going to trap you in this because it's being recorded. Um, but I mean, you said you haven't been to Celebration, and neither have I. And I've only recently been to um, <laughs> uh, to a Comic Con event. But would you ever consider going to Celebration? Oh, definitely, definitely. I, I yeah, for sure, for sure. Cool. Are you are you asking me on a date? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then let's do it. We'll find and now everyone it. knows. <laughs> right now, everybody knows where to find us at the next Star Wars Celebration. We'll be there. Yeah, I've watched them. Um, yeah, some YouTube videos from the last celebration. It looks really cool. I think it might be up our alley a little bit. Right. Um, great. Sweet. So I have that to look forward to. <laughs> okay. Um, so next question. Also, like I said, very excited to hear the answer to this. Um, so what is your first Star Wars memory? Um, so my, my first Star Wars memory... And I had to do a little bit of research on the timelines of, of this stuff... Because as I thought about it, I was like, man, like, uh, I, I just, I don't remember what memory came first. Um, and so I, I certainly, and I think that the first, the first memory that, that I can recall is Easter morning when the Easter bunny brought my, our, our dad, um, mm -hmm. uh, the, the original Star Wars trilogy on VHS. It was the box set. It was before the special edition came out back in 95. And, um, so yeah, it was, uh, that, that was my first, but I also recall very vividly going to a movie theater and I, with, with, with our dad, and I'm pretty sure I saw, we watched a new hope. And then afterwards we went to Taco Bell and I remember getting a C3PO toy and it was the first time I had cinnamon twists. And I was like, <laughs> this is awesome. This Star oh Wars my gosh. is awesome. Taco Bell is awesome. And, <laughs> and know me, I think that that also sparked my love of Taco Bell because I I haven't yeah. gone probably a week of my adult life without eating it since. No, that's an exaggeration. But I really do fancy me a, a good Taco Bell. <laughs> wow. Okay. So so they were showing in a new hope in the theater and then Right, and I think it happened after the re-release. I think it must have happened after okay. the re-release of the videos and like kind of getting things hyped up. Um, but yeah, I remember, I remember going and seeing a re-release in the theater. But I can't remember if it happened before or after the box set came out. I'm pretty sure it came out after. Wow! Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And then did Dad share with you when you were with him about? his experiences with star wars do you remember that or um i i think that the biggest thing that i remember from actually like watching the movie was just like like chewbacca for some reason like i feel like okay. i feel like yeah. he was just so maybe just so big on the screen or maybe just like the roar was so loud compared to what tvs used to be able to project or something back then or whatever but um but yeah i mean i definitely remember to going back to like that first Star Wars memory, I remember dad getting the box set and mm -hmm. I remember, um, you know, watching it as a family. But then I also remember being done watching it and taking the box set to this, this playroom that we used to have in our old house. It was called the green room. And we had a giant, oh, yeah. uh, a giant big screen TV there. 
and at the green room is I just remember like being like oh okay that was great family experience this is mine now and just taking those VHSs and watching them <laughs> over and over again like that's I, I specifically remember walking past that little like rock wall that was kind of in our house like that finished rock mm-hmm. like with them in my hand yeah. going to the green room being like these are mine now you know yeah yeah totally wow okay yeah that's really cool mm-hmm. yeah and I I definitely yeah like I said remember remember seeing those first movies yeah and that Easter morning so mm-hmm. yeah that's cool to kind of hear your side of that story as well mm-hmm. um and know that you you took them after I'm I'm glad you didn't you didn't uh pull out the tape <laughs> uh the VHS that would that would have been a real bummer for sure yeah so from Star Wars then we we talked about all the the different ways I mean there's something that I think we forgot about in our last podcast which is actually really big big deal for us um is the video games but there's the movies the books the shows and the comics right. Um, and the video games. And so which media form do you relate with most or do you find yourself investing in the most uh, in Star Wars universe? Um, I think that, that what I find myself investing in the most is definitely the, um, just the, the, the general movies. And I think the original trilogy just in general. Um, you know, I, I certainly, I, I, when I was a, a kid, I read some some uh, some um, Obi Wan Kenobi kind of um, um, backstory books, and you know you and I always break out the old PlayStation Two and play the video games yeah. when, we're, when we're back mm-hmm. home visiting. Um, and uh, and you know I've, I've Battlefront. Battlefront, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And I've read some of the comics uh, and just kind of started getting into that kind of form of media, um, but. I mean, just as we used to just wear the tape down in those old VHS tapes, I feel like I, I just, you know, if I'm ever sitting around, I, I, I just plop, plop some Star Wars on. Um, but on that day today, I, I do really, like, I, I like watching the movies and sitting down and kind of watching them in succession. Um, but with the, some of the new Clone Wars and the Mandalorian stuff coming mm. out, um, you know, I'll throw some of those on too, just to kind of get my quick Star Wars fix if I'm feeding my son or, you know, just get, you know, if I'm like getting ready for work or winding down for the night and just need like a half hour, 20 minute, you know, fix, then, then, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> then I'll, then I'll throw those on. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of the shows and I just wanted to hear your, thoughts on the shows how do you feel about um the different series that star wars has yeah well when you i remember you first telling me about i don't even think i knew about clone wars and but you were talking about rebels you're like yeah the star wars rebels show it's so cool and i was like a cartoon i don't know like i I don't know if i can get into that it's a star wars cartoon and you know i i mean i i i tried to be as like sane person as i possibly can with some of this stuff (laughs) but like when i hear star wars tv so show like i i tend to take star wars and story pretty pretty seriously and um Mm. kind of don't like some of the um you know some of like the like the joking in the new trilogy just kind of really bummed me out right and i understand that there's been humor in in all trilogies and all generations. I mean, like, can you get this big walking carpet out of my way? Like I'm sure back in 1977, that was the most hilarious thing in the world. And it was super (laughs) funny, but like when he's like calling him, when, when Poe Dameron's calling him general hugs in the beginning of the last Jedi, I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. Right. Um, But, but you know, that's not to say that I can't appreciate that humor. So, so when you talk to me about like, oh yeah, here's a Star Wars cartoon. I was like, I don't want anything to do with that. No, thank you. And, um, and you're like, you were pretty persistent. You're like, no, you got to watch it. You got to check it out. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And I did. And it was just, it it was unreal. It was awesome. And I I really loved um, the the whole rebel storyline and, at that time, like we didn't have Disney plus. So I was trying to like pirate it off the internet and like getting certain episodes and certain episodes would cut off. So it was really frustrating. Um, but, 
but I also really at that time, I think got into the Clone Wars um, because that was on Netflix and I just binge watched that. Um, and so, mm, yeah. um, so that uh, I, it's very bingeable. Right. So I'm really, I'm really into that. And since I've gotten Disney plus, I've tried to, to watch, um, the resistance and it just doesn't, it just hasn't stuck for me because it just doesn't feel like there's enough star Wars mm. in it. It's just kind of like a show that has star Wars themes, but I don't know. And maybe I just haven't got far enough yet. Cause I know there's some, pl- uh, phasma and, Kylo Ren stuff in there, but I just haven't got there yet because I just I don't know I haven't you know I just would rewatch Clone Wars or Rebels or something instead. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, just one last question, staying on that uh, that series that show track. Uh, what's your impression on the Mandalorian? I love it. I love it. Um, the 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 way it's filmed and the Star Wars feel that it has. Um, it just. Uh, you know, it's much like Rogue One for me. I I mm-hmm. really really like Rogue One because even though there's not there's not any Jedi and there's not you know like there it's not about um, you know the lightsaber the battles force. and the Force and all that stuff. Yeah. It's so well ingrained in there and it's so true to Star Wars that it's just like it just does it for me, right? And I think that the Mandalorian is exactly the same. Like there's enough, uh, there's enough Star Wars there that gets sprinkled in, that makes me, and just the way that that the like the visual stuff is. I mean, like the effects mm-hmm. are great. The stuff that they bring in from the Empire is great. Um, like I was just watching the episode where they like go to that uh, planet and meet Cara Dune, and then they're like the ATAT comes out of the woods, and it's just oh, like yeah. it it yeah it totally does it for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I have to agree with everything you said. It's a really good series. And um, yeah, I'm excited to talk a little a little bit more actually about The Mandalorian once we get into the news segment yes. of, of today's podcast. But great. Yeah, super cool. Really awesome to hear. Um, yeah, your different yeah ideas on the different shows and movies and stuff. And uh, yeah, that's so diverse uh, universe with the different uh, movies and books and whatnot. So from all the movies and books and shows and video games, what is your favorite Star Wars character or who, I guess I should say? Um, hands down, it's, and for some reason, it's always been Obi-Wan Kenobi. Wow. And, oh, go ahead. Since he was Ben? Like from the moment you met Ben, he was... Yeah, because, because, he, because he had a story and I just wanted to know more. You know what I mean? Okay. Like when he's talking to Luke about who, who Anakin Skywalker really was before he turned to Darth Vader and he's sitting in his mm-hmm. house and he's like, he's like, you know, the Jedi uh, Knights were the keepers of peace and justice in the galaxy. And, you know, like we, we fought in the clone wars together and then he brings out the lightsaber. I was always like, Oh my gosh, what, like what, mm-hmm. what other stories does he have to tell and what else can we learn? And then when when uh, he 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 died and turned into a force ghost in A New Hope, like I think that that's how I always felt. Like when Luke was like, "No," and then they you know started yeah. shooting across the thing, and they're like, "Come on, Luke, get in the get in the Falcon. We gotta go." I was like, "No," because yeah. I was like, "I want I like he's the teacher. I want him like he's supposed to be teaching Luke, and now he's gone." Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, so I always appreciated and admired his his wisdom with that. So, yeah. And, wow. That's really cool. So it's, it was kind of the mystery that drew you in yeah, about the character. Yeah. And then as he, um, and then as the backstory came, came out, you know, and, and the, with the prequels and then all of his, uh, and then more info uh, or more just being able to see his story in the clone wars and in rebels, I just, I always, mm just admired yeah. his character and uh yeah i don't know i don't know why i always thought he was so cool did you find his character development through um well i i feel like the answer to the, his character development in the series is pretty easy to answer but i'll let you answer but specifically for the trilogy um did you find that fulfilling um i did and and i think that you know, in, in the in the animated series, 
you know, it, it gets into a little bit more depth mm. and detail about some of his conflict and kind of who he was as a Jedi. But in the movies, I mean, his, I, I think that the way that the, the reason that I identified with him so much is because he is, um, he's never considered the best at anything. You know what I mean? Mm. He's not like the, he's not um, the, the strongest with the force. He's not the best lightsaber duelist. He's not like the, the, one of the head honchos on the Jedi council. Right. But, but he's so mm -hmm. wise and he just, and, and he just wants to do the right thing. And I think that, mm. um, you, you know, me in the helping profession, I'm a, I'm, you know, I've got my master's in social work. I've been working in the health and human services field for over eight years. And, um, you know, so I've always appreciated that and kind of identified with that teacher role, but also kind of that helper role and always just trying to do the, the, the best that you can and make the right decisions. I feel like that's Obi-Wan's character through and through. And, it, mm. and, and where it's, it, it sucks is that it's, he, it's so tragic because even though he, he, he teaches Anakin and, and trains him as a Jedi, uh, because he's trying, you know, he's trying to fulfill Qui-Gon's last kind of, you know, kind of mm -hmm. wish for him. Wish, yeah. it, he, he tries so hard, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and, it, and at mm -hmm. the end, he's just heartbroken. Um, and so, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, why that's always drawn, drawn me to his character, but maybe it's just his resilience and his persistency. You know? Yeah, totally. Definitely you know, and that, even yeah. you know, and, and, and that's why I'm so excited about his his standalone uh, TV series, because not only do yeah. I love you and McGregor, and he's just like the best casting choice for a young Obi Wan, and I, he's going to do a great job in this in this series, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's just uh, it, it, I'm just really looking forward to learning about what happens on Tatooine and, and in the meantime, between Revenge of the Sith and uh, A New Hope when he's on, in exile to learn more about like what he's doing in the background to keep things, you know, to keep things moving and to keep things as good as they can be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. I totally, I totally can see where you're coming from with that. He is a very solid character throughout the prequels and the originals and definitely the series as well. So that's, that's awesome. So I think it's easy. Well, he's a hero, obviously. So that's easy to say that he's your favorite character, your favorite hero. Do you have a favorite villain in Star Wars? Um, I mean, I think my favorite villain would just be, you know, Darth Vader. And as cliche as that might sound and as no. cool of other villains as there probably are, I mean, his, it, I, again, I just, I, 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 um, I have a lot of empathy for his character and, um, and, you know, just that, that trying to find the balance between good and evil and being projected as the, the chosen one and, and having kind of that, that, that arrogance and what do you do with it when you feel like you're being held back. And yeah, I just think that his, his story was, was awesome. And then when he totally redeemed himself, at the very, very end of it all, I think it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. I feel like that's a pretty, right. pretty easy I'll... answer <laughs> for a lot of people. I mean, he's, he's a, yeah, very complex. Well, I mean, technically the whole right. thing is about him and more well, or less. And, so. and I guess, you know, yeah. to add on to that about like kind of new characters or, or different villains, um, really, you know the the rise of Skywalker really sold Ben Solo and Kylo Ren for me, and I I think that would be my close yeah. second because he, I don't know, he's kind of put in the same position as Anakin in a way, and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so I don't know, he's a cool one too. No, yeah, he is really cool. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, so going off of that, then. So when I know that you've really loved the series and you're always um, sharing it with different people and things like that, but do you have a cool 
story of a time that you've been able to share Star Wars specifically with someone? Or, um, I mean, yes, it, and this is about to get real mushy real quick, but it's like, I think that my favorite, my, my favorite sharing experience for Star Wars which was was back when we used to we used to watch Star Wars together and play Star Wars together. I mean, do you remember? So our yeah. dad used to work um, for a, a hotel company, and he was kind of like the the manager of all the maintenance at the hotel. And so every once in a while, like maybe once a week, uh, he would spray paint these plastic tubes, like red or green or mm. blue. And he'd come home from work and he'd give them to us so that we could play lightsabers together, you know, and like, yeah. <laughs> and we would just, cool. just wail on each other with those things. And when five minutes, they'd be done. And yeah. our dad would say, well, you'll have to wait till next week when I bring you a new one. I'm only bringing you one a week, which is so our dad, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, not too, not too yeah, much yeah. fun. Now. Glad you had fun for 30 seconds. Now you have to wait a week. He's taught us delaying gratification really well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, just going back to, to the green room uh, at our old house, we used to play and watch Star Wars all the time. And it was so much fun. And those are some of my, my best childhood memories is doing that. And then as we got a little bit older and we weren't really playing Star Wars, like, like you said, playing Battlefront or playing, uh, playing um, the Revenge oh, yeah. of the Sith game. Mm. and going to the movies together you know what i mean uh and 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 trying to make that always be a happening thing even though it's super hard to do that now but but with you being in berlin but either way like when the mandalorian came out we would like press play at the same time and watch it together you know um so so i'd i'd say that that to answer your question it would be with you um but it's also kind of a twofold question because um, my my son was born in September. It's now April, so he's almost seven months old, and I can't wait to share that with him. I mean, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Like I'm already reading him these like Star Wars baby books, and yeah, he's got the R two D two onesies, and <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I'm already kind of like not giving him a choice as to what he's really into and what he's not, but like. Uh, you know, we talked about go, going to Star Wars Universe when it first opened up, or, or Galaxy's Edge, I'm sorry, Galaxy's Edge when it first opened up, and going and, and yeah. like building your own lightsaber. And I was like, we've got to wait till Owen, who's my son, we've got to wait till Owen is like three or four so he can remember yeah. this. You know, like we got to go with, with him. I don't want to go without him. And at that time, it was it was summertime. He wasn't even born yet. And I was like, I, I, was like, I don't know if I want to go without my kid. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, it's that, like, that's kind of a twofold question with me being a new father is because not only did I get to share mm-hmm. those experiences with you and a lot with Rachel too, our younger sister, but she was quite a bit younger than, than me. Um, just a couple of years younger than you, but quite a bit younger than me. And so, um, and so those early memories of that fun Star Wars stuff, she was just a baby, you know? Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, so, w- curious. I've a- actually thought about this today. And um, so, how does your wife Carrie? How does she feel about Star Wars? <laughs> um, well, she she always told me, you know, because like it it was like the kind of joking deal breaker, I think, between you and me of like, you know, like when I first told you about meeting my wife and i'm pretty sure one of your first questions was how does she feel about star wars and it's like kind of a joke but also kind of not <laughs> a joke like you're genuinely curious um <laughs> yeah and right. you know like yeah. when when you started dating yeah, your girlfriend that was the same kind of question that i asked it's like oh how does she feel about star wars um but you know she's yeah. always said like she's always like yeah i like star wars like i don't hate it but she certainly doesn't isn't into it at the level that i am but she she's a really first of all she's just really supportive in general um so so i told her Mm -hmm. about like us making a podcast and she's like i totally support you in that babe good job maybe i'll listen to it (laughs) you know like right right. that's a Um, good answer but but, you know like no problem to like the decorations of our house like 
uh, I snuck in a little like Yoda statue that I just kind of jokingly put on one of our like little shelves, like on the wall. And like, she mm-hmm. noticed it, nice. but she didn't say anything about it. And she hasn't moved it yet. And, you know, like, <laughs> I kind of like brought it up. Like, hey, you and she's like, yeah, I did. It can stay there. I'm like, sweet. Um, and then my, my friend, Noelle, one of, uh, one of our childhood friends, she does this like, um, like wood burning. And she made like a portrait of Admiral Akbar that was like Woodburn that she got me for my birthday. Yeah. And I like joked with her was like when we moved into our house, I'm like, can I put this up? She goes, Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Are you serious? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you can put it up. Why don't you put it up right there? And I was like, sweet. So now when when our son is really upset, we go around the, the house and we look at all the wonderful things that we have to make us feel better, like all the artwork that and she, like, you know, like bright things that he really likes to look at we look outside a lot and whatever and and for some reason i don't know why carrie and i always called him uncle akbar it started with our dog i don't know but but (laughs) but we always stop by the picture and we're like look it's uncle akbar isn't he nice he's so silly you know so um so yeah um she's she's super supportive and awesome about how strange i am about star wars (laughs) Mm. that's awesome yeah i had to i had to assume that she had was somewhat supportive given all the Mm -hmm. star wars apparel um owen has and and Mm -hmm. he's regularly wearing so yeah wow that's really cool and i think that's i mean if he had two nerdy star wars parents you know there might not be a chance for for him to like live a (laughs) well-adjusted yeah 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 a well-balanced life maybe a little bit Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, so next question, which is um, very exciting for me to ask. So how would you rate All the right. Star Wars movies? Yeah, which so yeah. Um, because I know the questions, I tried to, or at least some of the questions that are asked on the podcast, because we, we you know talk about just general questions. I tried not to think too hard into this one, and every time my mind went there, I was like, no. No, we're done. You know, I'm not going to think about this because I want it to be a really honest answer. So, yeah. So we're, get, we're yeah, getting a can. Yeah. can so, can, um, so I think that the first, the, the first movie for me is probably, um, probably Empire Strikes Back, um, followed by oh, cool. A New Hope, um, followed by, um, and I am going to include the Star Wars stories in there because I really like Rogue One. I really think Rogue One is a great movie. Okay. So, so probably followed by Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And then, and Nick, you're going to be surprised about this because I, you know I'm not like, I love Star Wars and everything about Star Wars, but my favorite things in the world aren't the new trilogy. Um, but I would say mm-hmm. that probably my next favorite is because it just it just brings it, it just brings okay. the the first two movies in the trilogy to such a good end and i didn't have mm-hmm. the highest expectations of it based on my feelings for the first two and it just totally redeemed itself so i think that that one and then uh probably nice. revenge of the sith um return of the jedi uh and then um Probably a Phantom Menace, Clone Wars. Ah, no, I take it back. A Phantom Menace, um, The Force Awakens, Attack of the Clones, The Last Jedi, and then Solo would be my last. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Solo's your last. I, I you mean, kind of it grew fan. on me. Um, when I first watched it, I was like, well, you know, with any Star Wars movies, I go to the th- I go to the theater at least twice. Like I always have, even since high school, with with movies yeah. that come out, I've gone at least twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I saw Solo, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll just wait for it to come out on video. You know, and I usually buy like the digital version, or I, like I buy the DVD, and then the digital version comes with it, so that I have both, just because I'm like a old school kind of like I need something to hold kind of person and I they, like solo is the only movie that yeah. I don't have on like an actual movie of okay. it's just a digital you know so 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it was the Han Solo casting. I just he just did. He was like a good movie, and it was like had some Star Wars stuff in it. But the the guy who played Han Solo just wasn't Han Solo for me. So I don't know. Yep. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and you said your fir- your favorite one is. Yeah, is Empire Strikes Back? Do you say or? Yeah, yeah, solid. Yeah, and. I feel like, yeah, it's a solid movie, but so why is that Um, one your favorite though? Well, you know, I don't know. Going back to when we were a kid, we always lived in snowy climates. And so like, I don't know. (laughs) It was just always that, that opening Hoth scene um, was always like, you know, we never lived anywhere hot enough to be a desert, you know, (laughs) or like, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. you didn't relate to Tatooine. Um, but, you're saying. but you know, I I also think that um, we got we got to meet Yoda, and like I kind of said when I was talking about Obi Wan, there's just so much more of that story about the Jedi, and about the you know the the times before Luke, and and with the Jedi Order that I wanted to know, and so meeting Yoda was just like and learning more like i i just i feel like growing up and and even when i watch the movies again it's like i can't get enough about learning more about the jedi order and what it was um and so uh so i liked that how yoda taught luke i also liked um the fact that obi-wan kind of came back in the picture um and kind of helped with that with the force ghost and then of course just learning that you know that uh, Darth Vader was Luke's father and just kind of that whole like lightsaber battle. That was like the first big lightsaber battle. And so, like I say, I think anything with like the Jedi is something that I just really yeah. gravitate. Um, which would also explain why like Solo wasn't really my favorite movie in the world, you know? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when talking about your favorite character and your favorite movie, uh, two things or the things that you point to the most is kind of that little bit of a sneak peek into what the Jedi Order was and the, you know, everything behind who the Jedi are and things like that. Um, So with that in mind, how did you respond to the prequels? Did you enjoy them overall or how was that experience for you? I really enjoyed them. Um, especially at the time. I mean, now that we have so much Star Wars content, I don't th- I don't watch the the prequels as much as maybe I normally would. Like if we didn't have all the TV shows and all the Clone Wars shows and all those things, and we just had the movies, I'd probably watch the prequels a lot more. You know, um, and it, I know everybody kind of gave yeah. them a bad rap, um, but it it I I don't know. You know the uh, the. The Phantom Menace was awesome. I think it just set things up so good. And I loved seeing the old Obi-Wan and, or the young Obi-Wan rather. And, you know, mm-hmm. just, and, and of course, like Darth Maul and that, that, um, the Duel of Fates scene. I mean, that was just so yeah. awesome, you know? Um, and I know people gave, um, you know, a, a, a hard time to like, the actor who played Anakin and the actor who played Jar Jar. And, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even really mind Jar Jar that much. And which is kind of contradicting to what I just said about like how serious I take star Wars, but like, I just kind of saw it as like his personality was just, that's how all the Gungans were, you know, just kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then as far as Anakin's character, people were like, Oh wow. He's like so whiny and blah, blah, blah. It's like, he's like six. You know, like what have you ever hung out with a six year old? Right, yeah. Probably what do you a expect? lot like Anakin. You know, so um so yeah, so I, yeah. I appreciate that. And then, you know, the attack of the clones, it was a good segue into the story and um, you know, really uh brought to focus the whole Anakin and Padme thing. Um, but it was just you know, it was just kind of that filler movie for me. And then Revenge of the Sith. I, I loved it because I loved the, the um, you know, just uh, 
the last fight scene and the Obi-Wan development and all that stuff. But I, there, there are, there, there's one big thing that I just can't get over with Revenge of the Sith. The scene where they're mm-hmm. flying was about five minutes too long. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, okay. and it wouldn't be five <laughs> Funny. minutes too long yeah. if the transition of Anakin to Vader and them like, like, uh, you know, Leia going to Alderaan and and Luke going to Tatooine. If that wasn't so short, I wouldn't care about that opening scene. But I feel like that opening scene was so long and yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the characters have matured, and you know, Anakin's like way more powerful than Obi Wan. Like, whatever, they're more equals now. Okay, whatever. Like, you could have just summed that up in a lot shorter scene. But then that fight scene happens and, yeah. and Anakin, you know, like gets bound by Palpatine and and then it's like, okay, how quick can we wrap this up? All right, Anakin, you put them, you know, you're Vader now, you put the suit on, that's going to take about 15 seconds and then we're going to, and then the twins are going to be born, that's going to take about 30 seconds and then we're going to figure out what to do with you. That's going to take about, you know, 15, yeah. 20 seconds. You know, okay, I'll take the girl. We've always wanted a daughter. Great, cool. Uh, well, I'll watch over the boy on, on Tatooine and take And it was like, that was the whole, like, yeah. that's all I wanted to see was Vader's transition and how Luke yeah. and Leia got to where they went. And you summed it up in a minute and a half. I mean, yeah. that's not, of course, exact times, but that's how it yeah. goes in my mind. And um, so that's the one yeah. I have. Revenge of the Sith is that that opening scene was really drawn out and and it was pointless to me and then they hurried up the the most important part which was Vader actually putting on the suit and becoming yeah. Vader. Yeah, that's true. Well, even the part I don't know if this is what you're including as well, but that when they're yes. going up the elevator shaft and it's just like, "Oh my gosh, like okay, let's let's get this going." And then they get captured right. and this and that and it's just like yeah, I totally see what mm-hmm. you're saying. Yeah, the opening to that is really slow. I choose patience. But um, yeah, I choose just get the yeah. scene over with, so that you can have a little bit more runtime at the end. That's <laughs> what I thought. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, but that's cool. Yeah, to see that how um, you know the original trilogy really evoked that uh, interest in you and stuff, and you got to mm-hmm. see that played out in mm-hmm. the prequels. For better or for yeah. worse. And so, to add on to that, but yeah, that's you, really great. You know, the question about sharing, you know, who we got to share Star Wars with. One cool thing about Revenge of the Sith is that mm-hmm. um, my friend Noel, who made Uncle Akbar, um, and we're definitely going to try to get her on the show too. I mean, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when she's going to yeah, be totally sure. stoked to do it. Um, but but we used to really geek out on Star yeah. Wars stuff um, when we were teenagers and. I'll leave that for that episode. But, um, but we went and saw the midnight showing um, in, in theaters of Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I was a senior in high school. And then later that day, I was telling my friends about it. And one of my friends, Ryan, was like, oh, my God, I really want to see it. I said, I'll go with you again. And so we went to, like, the 5 o'clock showing. And then I came home, and I was, and, and I was like, <laughs> Nick, let's go see the 9 o'clock showing you know, again, the day it came out, and one of those times was with you. Do you remember me taking you to that oh, nine wow. o'clock? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I remember going. Yeah. I remember being in the car, and you were so excited. But I didn't you, realize you didn't that was your that? third time seeing it in one day. That's pretty cool. Did... No, I guess I didn't. I knew that it, you, oh. I remember you'd already seen it. And I'm like, oh, wow, he's he's really excited. So it must be really good. But I didn't realize that it was twice in, in right. 24 hours. Yeah. You know, that would have been your third time in 24 hours. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So to kind of put a, a cap on, on things. So what would you say has been your the overall impact that Star Wars has had on your life? I just think that it really brought my relationship my, my relationships with people who are really important to me and kind of lifelong friends, that has always been there. Um, and, and, and that's always been one of those things. Like, you know, like our relationship as a family 
it, it, it has gotten stronger because of Star Wars. And, um, and we kind of talked a little bit about that in, in your, when you did your interview. Um, but, you know, like my relationship with, um, with Noel mm-hmm. and some of my friends from high school, but, but also even now, like in, in my, my professional life, um, you know, I, I do admissions at a residential treatment program. And so one of my big plugs when working with the kids and, and meeting kids for the first time who are really struggling with the idea to go to treatment, it's like, if they have a Star Wars shirt on, I'm like, I, I, I'm there. I'm like, yo, you like Star Wars? I like Star Wars too. Do you want to come up and see my office real quick? Because I basically have a Star <laughs> Wars museum as my office. Cause people just, not that I don't take it in willingly, right. but people give me a lot thing and so my <laughs> office is like i've got like a star wars yeah. clock three star wars posters the toys legos um my my friend made me um we used to be office mates and she made like a yoda with a santa hat on for christmas to hang outside the door one time like <laughs> work. but but it it really is a good connection and kind of like icebreaker with some of these kids who realistically are entering like it's probably when they come and meet me to say hey we want you to maybe come and live in this residential treatment program for six to nine months and be away from your family it's probably one of the worst days of their life and and i get to bring star wars into that with certain kids who are really into it and you know it's like let's go up and get a star wars lego you can build this lego while we talk about some of these things in this meeting and it just totally yeah. changes everything. So, yeah. So that's kind of wow. out of my life anyway. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. Wow. Yeah. It has been an absolute pleasure hearing this um, from you and asking these questions and uh, yeah, really seeing how, everything i mean i feel like that we've been through as brothers and talking about star mm-hmm. wars and growing up and knowing so much about star wars and actually um yeah for hearing sure. a, your story sure. so yeah thanks so much for sharing that with us yeah cool uh so now i think yes. it's time to transition into some star wars news and w- how excited are you to talk I talk about this week's episode so of stoked. the Clone Wars? And the reason being is because, and I think we kind of talked about this a little bit on on the last podcast, but it's like the I was so yeah. excited for this new season of the Clone Wars, and it was just so slow. You know, it was just like the Bad Batch. I was like, meh. Yeah. And Ahsoka's arc, I was like, meh, man. This is just so slow and so redundant. And this episode was just, I, I was just like screaming in my head, watching it being like, why wasn't all eight episodes just like this before? You know, like this is exactly what we were looking for and what we wanted. Yeah. See what comes next of it and how it kind of transitions in. Yeah, I mean when I saw the, the last TV spot for, for these last four episodes, I think I text you like goosebump explosion. And I mean, that pretty much explains it. Like I was, I was so excited seeing all these action scenes with Ahsoka, the clones, the Mandalorians. And, um, and I think it delivered completely. I mean, and it's weird. I had this weird, like nostalgia feeling Mm -hmm. with the opening scene with Obi-Wan and Anakin um and i guess hopefully this isn't too late but this is a little bit of a spoiler warning i won't go into too much detail i don't think about the plot mm-hmm. um but the just the beginning and scene with them um fighting together i had this like nostalgia moment uh of right. everything you know the past six seasons and um them fighting together and everything and of course there was that little bit of a you know right. a hole because ahsoka wasn't there with them in this in this fighting scene um but that was quickly changed mm-hmm. when uh, the big reveal happened and um yeah when they were finally you know reunited so i think it totally delivered on action on nostalgia on what makes the clone wars series so great i think 
they're starting to well the big connection between uh revenge of the sith and the clone war series has happened you know they so they rush to save the chancellor what did you think of Um, that because i know that we had a lot of conversation of like man there's only so many episodes like how are they how are they going to do this and how are they going to integrate it what were your thoughts on how things were kind of integrated in so far Um, so I saw something online that was talking about when Ahsoka talks about her last time she saw her master, the last time she saw Anakin, she says it was when he was rushing off to save the chancellor. And so I heard that. Yeah. I heard that after I watched this Mm -hmm. episode and I'm like, wow, that's exactly what happened. And so I'm pretty sure that might be it. I mean, I guess we'll see. But I think we might, I don't think we'll see any more of the Battle of Coruscant. I don't mm-hmm. think we're going to see any more of Anakin and Obi-Wan. I think it's now Ahsoka and Maul and right. the Battle on Mandalore. And so, um, and so then after I, and then, then it kind of gave me the right expectations going into it. I'm like, okay, so this is, this is probably it. And I guess I'm okay with that. So now the big right. question right. mark is yeah. Order 66. Yeah. And I think, you know, how that would play out. I was thinking about it after I watched it. And I know one of the big questions that we had was, well, how are they going to fit both the battle of Coruscant and the battle of Mandalore into these limited amount of episodes? But, but it is so star Wars to have two big battle scenes going on at once. And, and so I, so you say like, I don't think we'll see more. That's true. I think that we will. I think that we will kind of see, that transition and get to know a little bit more of that story about how they end up being in their fighters. Right. And, and having that opening scene of revenge of the Sith that again is a little too long, but that's just my opinion. And then, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that a big focus is going to be on the battle of Mandalore. And we also talked a little bit about when we first watched the episode, which maybe we should stop doing so we can talk a bit more like that. You know, it's not very good radio to be talking yeah. about. Yeah. Remember when we talked about this? But like, anyway, um, you know, Rex is there and there's, there's talk in Rebels about how he got rid of his chip. But I also think like there's going to be some big moment where Order 66 happens and he looks at Ahsoka and he's like, I'm supposed to kill you, but you're not a Jedi. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. where all the other clones are like, you know, it will be done, my lord. Rex, ha- if Rex is going to, if Rex is by Ahsoka, he's going to have to think about this. It's not an order because she's not technically not a Jedi. And they made yeah. that really, really clear in this episode. She is not a part of the Jedi order. So, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think it, I, yeah. I think it has a lot of potential to be a really cool story about how Rex doesn't obey order 66 yeah yeah i think that's interesting i mean so they told us in rebels that rex and gregor i think and a few others removed their inhibitor chips i think wolf is maybe one of them and and i always assumed that it was before order 66 happened and that's why they didn't kill ahsoka or the jedi but what you're saying now would be a very interesting new approach where yeah rex had to make that decision um and then afterwards you know after he decides not to kill ahsoka because she's not technically a jedi then then he removes his chip after that that could be um but i think that's kind of i don't know if that's what dave filoni and the people you know george lucas and the people working on this wanted to go for because it's kind of a weird spot to be in because he's saying, okay, Ahsoka, I'm not going to kill you because you don't hold the title of a Jedi. But then at the same time, he would be like, but if you were Anakin or if you were Obi-Wan or if you were another Jedi, then I would have shot you. And so it's kind of this, I think that would put Rex in a weird place where I don't know if that makes him right. more of a hero well, or still would, less. I, Do you I know what I'm that saying? That's where the clones like Wolf and Rex and Gregor will understand like that, that there is some free will 
and that every because another common theme in the Clone Wars series yeah. is that the, the the clones are people. They feel like people and they feel like individuals. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that this will be like a push to be yeah. like, I gotta find this inhibitor chick chip and get rid of it. You know? So yeah, we'll have to see kind of how it turns out. That would be really cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, if the next few episodes are anything like this one, I think, I think it's going to be really good. What did you think of the beginning? How they had the Lucasfilm uh, green Mm -hmm. title in the beginning. I don't know if you remember that. Um, And they actually, someone said on a YouTube video, I watched that that's actually the original Lucasfilm uh, opening, whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. it, logo or whatever from the original movies. And then they said part one, and then they had the Clone Wars mm-hmm. with not the Clone Wars th- song, but it was the Star Wars song. Um, and so people are saying, well, they're going to turn this into um, a movie. What do you think that. Of, I mean, about that? So, so you're talking like they would turn the, the last arc into a movie kind of thing? Like the Battle of Mandalore and that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. um, especially since they cast it in Ahsoka, which we'll talk about in a bit. But, you know, I think that that would be pretty sweet. Um, but you know, without reading any of those theories and, and seeing it, first of all, I didn't notice the music, but I did notice that the Clone Wars was red. And I think that that's a Darth Maul thing. Cause I think that in the previous season with Darth mm-hmm. Maul, it was red. Yeah. Um, but, um, but you know, it, it, my initial thought when you brought that, those theories up is maybe this is just the transition into a new hope. In that transition into another time mm. in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. But I. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Or exactly. into, into like a Revenge of the Sith. Right. So the end of the Clone Wars. But yeah. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be really happy if they turned it into a movie. Right. Because oh, it yeah. started with yeah, a like movie, an if you remember. Um, with introducing Ahsoka, that was a movie. Right. Um, and then Ahsoka leaving, that would be a movie too. And if they turn this into a movie, then that would be a movie too. And so I, I like the idea. I think, I think it would be cool. And even if it doesn't happen officially, I could see it definitely, you know, someone out there clipping these, mm-hmm. this arc together and, and turning it into right. a seamless, you know, two hours um, movie, which would be, it, I think, really, really speaking cool. Speaking of that, um, All speaking right. of people so, putting um, together online and making a movie, one of the things that I just like get goosebumps every time I see is this YouTube video that somebody put together, and it's like Obi Wan remembers. I think I've showed you those videos of like, um, and th- and it's really well produced, but mm, it's like yeah. Obi Wan telling the story of Luke, but then also having flashbacks between the Clone Wars and, and the Clone Wars and animated series and the different movies and stuff like that that those things are really cool so when we talk about like media and those kind of things i really i like that those yeah. are something that i really enjoyed seeing and watching thought they're really cool but mm-hmm. yes i've showed you the one of ahsoka and vader right where when ahsoka is facing vader and rebels mm-hmm. and it's having all those flashbacks of their time during the yeah Wars. oh speaking of that yeah. I, and I, that's a I've that's a tearjerker i saw this thing i guess i should have sent it to you but i saw this thing that um it was like a comparison of of rebels and 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 some of the scenes in clone wars so like uh one was of uh you know anakin um standing in front of like in front of all the um like the battle droids in the beginning of the show like that first fight scene and then there's like another one of vader in rebels and then like uh ahsoka Mm. approaching vader but then ahsoka approaching anakin and it's like the same exact scene it's pretty sweet oh okay Mm -hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love things like that that connect everything together. I think it I think it's so cool. They were talking about just the way the scene of, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan in the battle scene on the bridge mirrors the the battle scene in the, in the first, you know, 
Clone Wars movie of Anakin and Obi-Wan right before Ahsoka arrives. And then, you know, right after this scene with them fighting on the bridge, you know, Ahsoka comes back. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's really, I think I just love things like that. But um, yeah. And I think that shows the care of the people writing and producing when they connect things like that. And I think it means really pays off for, for, for fans. I, I think so. All right. So our last little bit of news. And so, you know, everyone loves the Mandalorian, the, the TV series. And I think everyone is just as excited, if not more excited for season two as they were for season one. But the only thing that makes that excitement even greater is the rumor and hopefully right. soon to be fact that Ahsoka will right. be appearing in the Mandalorian season two live action. And from Ahsoka. from some of the rumors, it sounds like this, this actress that, that good like on her name. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. I heard that yeah. she was like Rosario really da- in, Dawson, in maybe some Marvel movies or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Marvel. Don't quote me on that. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because every I feel like everyone knows who she is, and I'm just like, um, I'm not quite pinning it down who you are or what character you've played. Um, but yeah, I'm super. I'm excited. I don't. I don't know anything about her really. I mean, if she was in Marvel, I've, I've probably seen her, but I don't realize who she is. But um, I'm just excited to see someone so passionate yeah. about playing a character in Star Wars. Um, cause there, there's interviews of, with her right. being like, yeah, you know, and she, she wants to play Ahsoka. I think that's super cool. Right. I'm like, well, yeah, let's I, hire. I mean, come on. Well, let's do it. Have an actress identified to be able to expand on her story in a live action way. And, um, you know, with, with how the first season of the Mandalorian ended with the dark saber and um and that reference to mandalore and how rebels ended with you know uh ahsoka and sabine uh going off and sabine was the carrier of the dark well no but she has such a connection to that dark saber i think it's i think it's just so cool how this can be connected and I'm also interested to see what a, what Ahsoka's reaction is if she is part of this season, to to see what her reaction is to the child and a force sensitive child. You know, I think that'll be super interesting. Yeah, yeah, baby Yoda. Yeah, I think so too. I I feel like that would probably be her tie-in, um, baby Yoda. Um, the child would, you know, she must somehow figure out or, or realize that he's force sensitive. And um, yeah, I'm really curious to see who from the rebels cast appears, because like you said, the dark saber would just be perfect for Sabine to come back. And if Sabine and, and uh, you know, Ahsoka are back, <laughs> that means my boy Ezra will hopefully be there too. So I would not, I would, I would jump well, a joy to see a, a live action version of Ezra. At least that would be amazing. No, they haven't yet. That's right. You yeah. know, Lucasfilm. Need to get my number out podcast, there more, maybe. Nick and, uh, would be a really good cast casting choice for Ed. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have any acting experience. He, Lynn, but you know, if you can fly him <laughs> over to to where you're shooting uh, with this pandemic, I, I think it'd be well worth your while. Yeah. Yeah, I would uh I would definitely I would take that role up in a second. That'd be great. How hard can it be? I would learn We're acting. It can't be that hard, right? A radio show. Like why you know, <laughs> just acting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And acting is the natural next step. You could. <laughs> I can put this on my resume for that matter. All right. <laughs> but yeah. For sure. So I mean, I think there's so much to look forward to. Um, coming up, you know, in the next couple of weeks, and then definitely in the far off future for season two. Um, is is September, it uh, September? Yeah, November. Yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. So cool. For sure. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for news for today. And 
yeah. So thank you, thank you guys so much for tuning in with us today. I I hope you have a, a great we'll weekend. Next time. Uh, yeah, may the force be with you.